The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Crown and College Podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I'm one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. Vice President Big Knees, a.k.a. Raggedy Ass. And as always, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, y'all, it is called Bianca XO on Twitter, a.k.a. Jacqueline Kerouac, because I'm on the road again, a.k.a. Christina Aguilera, because I'm on my way to restart hosting a trivia night here in Portland. How you doing? Well done, well done, friend, well done. Uh, we bike, we are back for another week to give y'all hashtag content on um, this National Left Handers Day. August thirteenth is the day we're recording. That is again National Left Handers Day. So shout out to me for being left-handed. Yeah, I was about to say, I was just about to ask you left-handed. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I listen. God bless y'all because I can't. I can't do shit with my left hand. So that's that's the thing we're celebrating. Um. This is not in the show notes, but I also want to bring up that uh, we are celebrating, but not we, or really celebrating for that matter, but an important land uh, landmark day in history, August 8th, was the first day that the Cubs played a game at night um, at home in Wrigley Field. Uh, August 8th, 1988, they made it nice and easy to remember. That game is notable because it got rained out of home. Um, yes, yes to all of the night games in Chicago and Wrigley Field and stadium although not really because again those neighbors had a really good point as to why they couldn't want night games ever right so that you learned something today but left handers day and chicago cubs night games fun times this podcast is changing fun times speaking of changing let's pay some bills right quick you're listening to a CSPN production, like I said, you can go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab and listen to every episode of Crown of Collars. And if you like what the hell we got to say, you can, however you listen to this podcast or your podcast listening device, um, you can leave us a rating and a review on uh, Five Stars, please, because we are an excellent podcast giving y'all hashtag content. And if you like our hashtag content and like all the other shows on the CSPN, you can help us out in a major way that's of no extra cost to you by shopping with our, our sponsors. Um, go to that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shop with many of our sponsors like Wink Wineco, Buster Tees, Amazon, uh, Blue Apron. We have a bunch of shit on uh, Audible. We have Kindle. We have a bunch of shit and a bunch of sponsors for you, the listeners. So you, it and it's no extra cost to you. It just gives me and Don a portion of the brick to keep the lights on around the network because podcasting is not free. Um, and it keeps the shows free, at least on the regular feed, so you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like a motor oils, a motor oil shake. Yeah, let's go with that. But if for whatever strange reason you do want to pay to listen to my country ass sound the way I sound, you can mosey on over to our Patreon. Yes, the CSPN has launched a Patreon. We are rolling out new hashtag content. Big things are going over at the CSPN. Um, you can subscribe to our Patreon and get exclusive bonus content from this show, which will be coming soon from the Rassacast to Ratchet Ramblings. And also... Our new venture, um, our friend Candace uh, and her 
Right there, started the Not So Newlywed podcast, which will be a podcast about love and marriage and all that good stuff. But it won't just be limited to cishet relationships. It's going to be a very inclusive show. So I'm excited for that. And also, big things are going on. Bree, our lovely friend Bree, will be launching a new podcast on the network. Uh, on debut the 16th, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it will be Mama Meets World. Um, it will be a podcast um, basically about navigating the world as a single Black mother and Black motherhood. So big things are going on upon the CSPN and a lot of big things behind the paywall. We got some good hashtag content uh, from various sources behind the paywall. So we also have some more shit coming your way. Um, a good friend of mine, Eric, and Ms. Yummy Dread on Twitter is bringing the Danny Thug podcast to the Coastal the Podcast Network. That first episode will be airing this Friday, so look out for that. It'll be on the CSPN feed. Um, still working out the particulars to get the Danny Thug feed, like, we can scratch it out independently, but certainly keep an eye out, keep an ear open, because Erica is amazing. Erica has done a lot of things for black culture over the years, um, including most recently an interview with show favorite Quan Mills. So head on over to fabulousmag.com and check that out. Correct. So big things, big things are going upon the CSPN. Yes. So it, I, I hope it's nobody in Jamaica that listens to this shit. Cause my accent is the fuck terrible. <laughs> this is the fuck terrible. They probably whooped my ass. But anyway, check us out. We got y'all hashtag content for free and behind the paywall. So speaking of content, uh, it's going to be a short show because, you know, Bianca's booked and busy. So we're going to keep the ball rolling. We're going to get the hood and literature reviews out the way right now. Do this. Um, and we have this week, we have Don't Cry, Cheat Back by Lynette King. Lynette King, let me just say now, thank you so much for this title. I yes. Hard, almost crashed my car. Yes, yes, yes. This title, well done, well done. Holy shit, she got a don't cr- don't cry cheat back too. <laughs> oh, oh, I it, how much these books cost? Uh this shit is um on the holy shit. Hold on, let me make sure me let me verify this. Let me verify. Oh shit, this shit is free ninety nine. Well, I'm it is free yes, both <laughs> on Kindle. You could get it on Kindle for free ninety nine. I'm missing oh. talking to her. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, let me Marcus see. Hold on. Here reading. Yes, thank you, Lynette King. This this title is flawless. This title is absolutely flawless. Hold on, I want to know when when did she release this shit? I I needs to know before I read the review. I needs to know when was this published. Hold please. Hold please. Don't book Kendall. Don't fail me now. Damn, Lynette got a whole bunch of books. God damn. We might have to do a whole episode about Lynette King now. Um, t- oh, she got like seven pages worth of fucking books. God damn. Lynette be... All right. We'll Lynette. save that for another episode because we're going we gonna to review a lot of her shit one of these days. Yes. I'm going to say her page. I'm going to say her page because god damn, she got like six pages worth of books. <laughs> shit. By the way, y'all, Jeremy's um, Amazon recommendations are here to more fucked. You know, like he will never be able to. Oh yeah, everything is going to hell. Yeah, everything is going to hell. Yeah, it's fine. Everything is going to hell. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So, <clears throat> don't cry, cheat back. One, <clears throat> book one of two. 
Um, it has four and a half stars. <clears throat> we've all been in painful situations, just like we have all been cheated on one one time or another. Sometimes when it happens, we ask ourselves why our significant other cheated on us. Sometimes we sit around mad at the world until we make up. Sometimes we realize enough is enough and send them packing on their merry little way, but not Tiffany Beatty. After finding out that her longtime boyfriend, James, first of all, James is one of the top five ain't shit nigga names ever, um, <clears throat> cheated on her again for the umpteenth time, she decides to go out and have a little fun herself. What started off as an innocent, as innocent fun turns out to be her cheating on him just like he was cheated on her. Well, I mean, quote unquote, a little fun outside of your significant other is already cheating. But you know what? Go off, Tiffany. Go off. Um, <clears throat> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany was tired of crying, so she decided to cheat back. All right. All right. Yeah, I, this, is, this is my type of caring on. Okay. All right, so we got this thing got 79% five star rating, 13% four stars, 3 3% three and two stars respectively, and 2% one stars. I'm going to read the one star first. But you know what? Right, we're going to get this shit out of the way now. Okay. <clears throat> one star. I will not waste my money to buy any more of this series. I cannot <laughs> Somebody got this before it was free. Right. <laughs> I cannot believe I cannot believe that people do live that sort of life with all that drama. I would not waste my money to buy any more in this series. Mm. Well. Right. They 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 big mad. All right. This is a two-star review. <clears throat> Where's the cheating back? And they spelled cheating wrong. How'd they spell it? Please. I need to know. They spelled it C H E E T I N G. Oh. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the title barely goes along with the story. She cheated once, and it wasn't until the end of the book. Based off the title, I would have preferred to see more of Tiffany <laughs> doing her own thing. <laughs> I can't believe all this happened over the span of two days. Just about everybody in this story is dysfunctional. Tiffany is dumb, point blank, period. James has been cheating on her for years, and her excuse for staying with him is that he knows her like no one else does, and she basically doesn't want to open up to anyone else. She even admitted that he that she, that he can't be faithful, but he's but she's gonna take his side chick, unbeknownst to her, advice and cheat back. I hope karma. I hope karma comes and bites Nicole and James in the ass. Megan's Megan's conniving self too. Nicole cheated on her husband with two different men and got pregnant. She finds out at she finds out he has a secret family and it's the end of her world. She's really the cause of everything. She started a chain reaction with sending that picture. Why did Travis even marry her in the first place if he was still dealing with his baby mama? Two stars. I think she needs to read part two and then go re-review this book because there might be more, there might be more cheating in part two. I kind of feel like that anyway. Right. I feel like part one. I feel like, like that. I feel like that last like minute cheat was like the setup for like all right, there's about to be some like real deal holy deal cheating in the next book. Right. I feel like it's like it's like an alley. It's like an alley. Book one is the alley, and I feel like Tiffany gonna go ham in the book too. So I mean, you you know you can't you can't rush to judgment. You can't rush to judgment. Right. Uh, three star review. <clears throat> Just okay. We okay, just didn't hold my attention like for it to have more action and drama in it and a little longer. 
Yes, I read that as is. Say. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, mm. All right, that, that, that was physically tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, four star review. Let's see which is the best one. Okay, wow. Four star review. <clears throat> awesome book. Even though there was a lot going on, I wanted to know everything about everyone, and I enjoyed each character as if I know them. Everybody is cheating, and I mean no one is safe, including the mama. God damn, mama getting it in too. God damn. Well then, okay. All right, uh, Mama got a groove back, I guess. I don't. Mm. Mama, mama, mama need her need to get her swerve on as well. I see. Mama, mama getting that monkey worked. You know what? Grab <laughs> your things and go. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, oh shit, we got action. Five star. This is the first one. I bet this is the best one too. <clears throat> From a verified purchase. All right. Just for free for real. Right. <laughs> right. Five stars. Welcome to Janesville. Make sure you get a complete physical and your shots are updated. Part one. <laughs> and for the record, listeners, when I amplify my voice, that means whoever wrote this review, the, the words that I'm reading, he meant this in all caps. So <clears throat> James is all over the place. He has a longtime wifey, quote, who is totally in love with him. Unfortunately, he loves her and lusts others. He has a side piece who's in it for the money, period. She's gotten used to him and really don't want to let it go. Nicole is James' sister-in-law and has been sexting James. Yeah. Now, factor in James' mother and his sister, Travis, James' brother, his sisters, and the female April, and you get a hell of a mess that keeps you glued in and glad that they are just fictional characters. If they were real, you wouldn't want to know where they reside. I would, well, I'm sorry. If you if they were real, you would want to know where they reside just so you can make sure you're a safe distance from the foolishness. Just when I thought this mess was over, there's part two. Just give me some time. He gonna come back. He gonna come back and finish this shit. He gonna come back and finish this shit. Hold yep. Doing part two next week, by the way. Yes, yes, we will be reading part two. I've already bookmarked it. Uh, we, so we will be coming back to this. Um, but wow, so shit, this some Game of Thrones type shit from. <laughs> God damn, oof, Jesus, oof. Well, all right, so that has been hood negligence review because I think after that review we don't need to read nothing else, but we will come back to this because we will be checking out part two. I already have it saved. We will be checking out part two. <laughs> so, oof. Mm, all right, well then. Mm. Gotta get the groove. Gotta get your groove on. I guess you know. But um, speaking of aunties and 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 uh, things of that nature, um, we have to send one up for Auntie Aretha Franklin. Uh, yeah. She has been hospitalized, and the update as of uh, right now is recording, which is uh, nine twenty Eastern Standard Time. Uh, she is uh, not great. It reports that she is not gravely ill, but that her death is, quote, imminent, according to people. Uh, sources near the iconic singer told the publication that close friends and family were told that she could go at any time over two weeks ago. Quote, she has been ill for a long time. She did not want people to know. She didn't want to make it public. So uh, I've seen things speculating that it might be some sort of cancer, which honestly is kind of more, that's more or less what it sounds like. Uh, 
But yeah, so you know, let's uh keep Auntie Rita lifted up in prayer. Yeah. And uh uh, one of the, you know, again, Pride Generation's great, great, great songstresses is that, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I struggle for words that, like, really encapsulate Aretha Franklin's sort of place in musical history and, you know, why she means as much as she does to such a large group of people. But, um, yeah, this will be a loss that, because, I mean, like, she's still active in, like, music circles. Like, she's still... Yes. Music, and she still, you know, talks with various singers and performers and things. So that's what really what hurt most about like her loss. It's not like she's just been like away from the music scene for like twenty years or something like that. I mean, she's right there in it. And... Right. She's very active. Very active. So, you know, according to it, you know, it's gravely ill. But according to the doctors, you know, she may pass. Um, as as of this recording, uh, she's still with us. But yeah, keep you know keep. Keep Auntie Aretha. Like, when you think about Auntie, like, Aretha Franklin is the quintessential Auntie. You know what I mean? So, we're going to keep keep her lifted in prayer. And uh, thankfully, today, you know, I didn't see, you know, unfortunately, if she does pass, let's hope that we don't see, you know, the 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 usual head-assery of, oh, y'all just became Aretha Franklin fans. You know, and if you do see that type of head assery in the unfortunate event that she may no longer be with us, you know, don't don't engage. Just block those people because they, right. they don't mean you no good. They just yeah, want to be you that they have no actual uh, quarter in your life. Um, Correct. And yeah, they don't deserve to start having it now. So get them up out of here. Fuck them niggas. All right. Fuck them niggas on the west side. So, yeah. So moving right along. Um <laughs> so I um just happened to stumble across this on Twitter and I thought it was hilarious. Uh so <laughs> uh, Twitter does this thing where they have like church signs of the week. I just happened to stumble across it while we was pre-gaming. And uh some of these are pretty funny. <laughs> so <clears throat> the first sign they has is uh it is <clears throat> Hera First Assembly of God. I'm guessing that's the I'm guessing that's the name of the church. <clears throat> Surely not everyone was kung fu fighting. <laughs> you know what? That oh god, that mad lib has popped up so often. Like it's 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 been tweet decked a few times. It's been made into the church sign generator meme. It's it's gotten a, a weird second life um, because it's. Not that good a joke, I'm just going to go ahead and say. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I won't hold you. I won't hold you. Think about it. It's not that good of a joke. It'd be like a kid saying, like, let's play the pick a card game. And they present you the cards all face up. And so you pull a card and they go, oh, I saw you pull the seven of spades. You must have pulled the seven of spades. Yep. The joke's not that good, y'all. <laughs> it is not. It's not. All right. Um, wait, way bash eight, way bash Eve, Pres- Presbyterian Church. I probably said that all kind of wrong, but let me through it. Uh, you smell casually dressed, always welcome. It's the church sign. <laughs> hmm. A little Jesus, a, a little Jesus a day keeps the preacher away. Jesus, 
Jesus is the rizzle for the sizzle. Oh my god. <laughs> Sin is like a credit card, enjoy now, pay later. <laughs> Party in hell canceled due to fire. Oh my god, that's good. <laughs> Life is a one-time offer. Use it well. Best sausage suffer in St. Louis. Come eat Pastor Thomas uh, wrestler. I guess that's how you say that. <laughs> Skip rope, not church. Okay. Prevent truth decay. Brush up on your Bible. If God seems far away, guess who moved? <laughs> God doesn't need a plan B. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. 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 Milk to meat improving your spiritual appetite. You know what? <laughs> And the last one, blessed are those who read an online news story to the end before commenting on it. <laughs> I feel like that's also a solo tweet. That's good, if it, if, even if it is. <laughs> All right, some highlights. Uh, we'll move back to Aretha Franklin briefly here. She was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um... That was dedicated in 86. He was inducted in 87. So right along, right amongst the first classes there. Um, she has, I believe, three songs that appear on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's Songs That Shaped Rock and Roll playlist. Um, I definitely know that uh, Got With uh, Respect is definitely on it. Um, trying to pull that uh, list up now because this is a thing I actually made not that long ago. Yeah, her, her career has spanned decades. Like, she was sick in 2010, and we thought we were going to lose her then. We thought she was going to be, like, right after, like, the Michael Jackson loss on Twitter. It was going to be her, and then, you know, I'm sure when it lost in 2011. But, no, she recovered and went on to uh, record an album in 2011, actually. Mm -hmm. So we have music from Aretha Franklin, like, in this decade, as well as, like, the five before it. All right, so... You know, unfortunately, if if we do lose her, that'll be a tremendous loss because everybody, you if you don't, you should love Auntie Rita. You should. All right, here's those four songs that she's got: "Chain of Fools," "Never Love the Man the Way That I Love You," "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman," and "Respect." Now, all those songs come in at under three minutes long, which just go to show like how strong of a singer she was, how strong of a performer she was, because she didn't need this to be like a five and a half minute long, like endless, like set of runs and. Extended music breaks and shit like that to make good songs. She got in, she recorded the song, it was awesome, she got out. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a lesson to be taken here, I mean, let it not be something like, oh, these singers don't blah, 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 blah these days, but, like, make a good, quick song that is awesome, because, like, a lot of the songs when I was putting this thing together, like, I'm just scrolling around now, like, this is Bob Aretha Franklin's The Four Tops, both of their songs checking it under three minutes. The Four Seasons, uh, both of their songs checking at under two and a half minutes. Um, 
I forgot that Ready or Not by Fuji's was on this list, but that's when it's under four minutes. Um, but I mean, if you're not doing something like a funkadelic or like one of those kind of groups, like keep it, keep it tight, keep it short, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep it right. The Franklin lifted. Um, and yes, do go back and revisit her music, and not just like the the stuff we all know. Visit her deeper cuts too. She got some jams. Yes. Yes. So, <clears throat> oh, um, and we gonna get these jokes off news. Um, some niggas stole a plane. Yes, Friday night. Um, we watched in abject terror, kind of. Um, <laughs> A man working at uh, the SeaTac airport decided that he wanted to fly a plane. Um, this gentleman worked at the airport in some capacity that I don't immediately remember. And he got on a plane and he flew it. Now, we are... We, are... we now know the name of the airline worker who stole a commercial airliner and crashed it just outside Seattle. His name is Richard Russell. He was 29 years old. He worked for Horizon Air for the last three or so years before stealing this plane last night, taking off and then doing these maneuvers. Thankfully, officials say the plane was empty at the time, but Russell flew it for more than an hour doing flips and so-called barrel rolls before finally <laughs> crashing onto a wooded island. Crews are looking for that black box now, but we do have chilling audio from air traffic control. Here are some of Russell's last words. I got a lot of people that care about me, and uh, it's going to disappoint them to, to hear that I did this. Um, I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Uh, just a broken guy. Got a few screws loose, I guess. Never really knew. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I can't lie. The fact that this motherfucker stole this plane and was doing barrel rolls like we playing fucking Star Fox 64 got me screaming internally. When I saw that, I was like, this isn't a real story, is it? Because, like, that was the first headline I saw. I was working door at an event, and, um, that was the first, that was the first. Uh, news of any sort that I saw, and I was like, no fucking way. No way. A barrel roll, like, okay, we're gonna be stereotyped really. Like, no, this is this is something for an upcoming movie or something. No, no, uh-uh. Ain't no way this real. Then the, the art, then the, it breaks on the news like, yeah, this is actually real. Yep. And yeah, no, they, um, Portland Airport sent two F-15s after him, not really to shoot him down, but unless, like, he flew over, like, a major metro area and possibly would have caused a situation there. But they really flew with him to, like, find a place from the land and kind of lead him to it. And he decided he didn't want to do that. Yeah, I just the, 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 he decided he, he decided he did not want to do that. And, um, no, he did not. No, I'm just the, obviously didn't survive this this plane crash. It, it didn't land safely um, anywhere. Right. Um, which you know, I just the, just the fact that somebody could just steal a plane. Like, how do you steal a whole ass plane? A plane? How the fuck you a plane bandit in 2018? How? 
Like, do you? <laughs> hey, like, on the, like, I mean, like, let's like, if he had a survive, like, how you just put that on your resume? Like, yeah, I stole the plane. <laughs> plane jacking. Plane jacking one on one. Why do you request job? Well, um, there's a thing you need to know about me. I violated Federal Aviation Administration guidelines and took a whole fucking plane for a ride. Like, you, you took a plane. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. You took a whole ass plane. And, and you just, just flew, right? like, you just flew. Okay, swell. Um, this interview's over. Thanks for, you know, your time. That's what man. We'll call, don't call us, we'll call you. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. Thank you for your service, please. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Still a whole goddamn plane. Just imagine, just imagine, imagine you, imagine you working at TSA, then you get, <laughs> imagine you working at TSA and then you get an alert that somebody stole a fucking plane. I'll go, I'll go the fuck home. Yeah, pretty much. I'd be like, I mean, he stole y'all plane. He didn't steal my plane. And obviously if he stole y'all plane, this is somebody I don't need to be involved with. So I'm going to take my ass home. Y'all can handle it. And when it's safe to come back to work, y'all let me know, but I'm taking leave because fuck that shit. Right. Fuck that and fuck all that shit. Of course, uh, he wasn't the only one in the who's been caught stealing a plane. Uh, young man in Utah crashed a fall plane into his house and died, which is ridiculous because he was released from jail at um. About 7.30. Well, he was booked in and he was released on bail. And at about 12.30, so about five hours later, he called police so an officer could accompany to his house so he could pick up some belongings. Um, it doesn't say why he was in jail necessarily, but, you know, he just gotten out. And so he went and he got some of his belongings. And then at 2.30 in the morning, they get a call that his plane has, that he stole Again, we want to emphasize the fact this motherfucker stole the plane. And crashed it into the house where his um wife's and where his wife and child lived, and he's the only one who died. They got out safely. So you niggas is disgruntled with your women to the point where y'all are stealing planes now. Like that's a new threshold that I didn't think would be crossed, but I guess here we are. Right. Right. Like, this is some advanced shit. Like, I mean... This is... This motherfucker who feels aggrieved by by his woman needs to steal a rocket or some shit from NASA. Right. There there, there ain't too much further up to go from here. Right. Even you gotta steal a goddamn some nuclear codes or some shit. Like, you gotta... I don't know. That's gonna gonna fuck all of us up. I don't know. We're not stealing nuclear codes. But yeah, you have to steal a small rocket, like one of them personal rockets that Elon Musk is building. And fly that motherfucker into somebody's place of residence, or or steal a tank like his Grand Theft Auto. Right. Something. Those can't, those can't be nowhere but in military compounds anyway. So that's the next level. Right. Which I mean, either way, like if you are that inclined that you would do that because you know a woman curved you or whatever. First of all, you probably gonna die. So that would be so. So I mean. I mean, it'll it'll work out for the betterment of the, of the people that you get shot. So so you can't harm anybody. So you know, I mean, really, I mean, you know, I mean, I ain't saying, but I'm just saying. 
Okay, so never mind. He was arrested for domestic violence. And then he was, you know, bailed out. And then asked for officer supervision. And then went and stole a fucking plane. A whole ass plane. A fucking plane. Mm, mm, mm. We have all failed. Uh, but speaking of things that won't fail, uh, we're almost uh, out of time. Uh, these are going to be some short shows uh, going forward because, you know, again, Auntie B is booked and busy uh, hosting and all that good shit. Uh, but we ain't going to leave y'all hanging. We still going to get y'all hashtag content. And, and if you want some bonus, uh, check out the Patreon. We will, you know, set a time out of our schedules to record some bonus content. Like I said, we bring putting the mo- to bring it back to the Patreon and maybe something else. We don't know. But it will be hashtag content for y'all. Um, and we hope y'all enjoy these shorter, but still wonderful episodes going forward. Um, Auntie B, any more announcements for the folks before we let you go and get up out of here? Um, I guess in closing, I'd like to say uh, a hearty fuck you to the coaches of the University of Maryland football team, soon to be former head coaches. Yes. And coaching staff, because uh, they were doing some shit that just was more or less criminal to uh, the players on that team, which resulted in the death of one of their players. And I just don't know how you go into some parent's home and say, we're going to take care of your boy when you failed at that at the ultimate level because you decided that you needed to humiliate him instead of merely work him out. Um, Because workouts have their function. You work out, you do all your running, you know, now and then off season and get better at it so that you can run more later when the games actually are, you know, being played. And you do it, you know, to win some games, maybe win a trophy, get some, you know, critical acclaim and keep it moving. But, like, these coaches had kids, like, eating candy bars while, like, the other players worked out, had them running, denying them water, shit like that. Like, you can't do that to people. So, yes. Um, this isn't a referendum on, like, the University of Maryland program, but it's a referendum on, like, these coaches. Um, I think the program ultimately can recover from this if they act swiftly and get these coaches the hell out of here and... Replace them with people who, over time, build the trust um, on that peer-to-peer level that shows that, hey, like, we're not going to be so essentially violent to your, to your kids. So um, that's that on that. And also, if you haven't seen him yet, go check out Big Al, Little League. Yes. He hits dingers, and he is a character. Yes. Big yeah. Al, might, Big Al no. might be one of my new favorite kids on the internet, like legit. Yes. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. Um, be a greater hoe, not a hater hoe. And we will talk to you all next week. Indeed.